0: Um, so it's been that and, uh, Weedcraft Inc., which is literally just, like, a weed tycoon game. Um, oh. I thought, I, it was funny, I was thinking of it as, like, oh, it's like Lemonade Tycoon, except with weed, and then, like, the second straight of weed you get is, like, Lemon something, and it was like, oh, we can make lemonade! I didn't um, even know there was a weed tycoon game. That's, yeah, that it's, blows it's on my Yeah, it's that now, Devolver, uh, publishes, and, uh, Vile develops um and it's 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 all right yeah i kind of need it so so
1: just to confirm it's it's the the devil's lettuce we're talking about not like weeds in the garden that's actually
2: what i thought at first i was just like oh okay it's like a farm
0: we're selling weed to uh, weeds to uh people to put in their garden for some reason no it's like actual like smoker doobie why didn't Mm -hmm. they release this game on the 20th of april kind of uh, game. Oh yeah, that you could have Elon obvious. Musked
1: this podcast and done it in real life right now. You could have been yeah, you musking could've. up a storm. You could have. You could have.
0: Yeah, but like then there'd be evidence <laughs> I was doing it. Jeez. I don't know. Mm. Can you even like?
2: Can you even like talk about smoking weed on a podcast? I guess you can, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm uh, yeah, about it's many totally incriminating illegal. things. Yeah, I don't think we. And, i mean i don't think it's i don't think it's that super weird do you, do you guys do you guys smoke have you guys smoked like what, what's the deal with y'all
1: um i i have i've dabbled i'm, I'm not like a, a a regular partaker of the drugs but yeah. over the years mm-hmm. I've, I've tried just about everything oh my god um, outside of slamming things in the veins thank god stuff's just crazy talk you and obviously you know don't do that smoking crack or something like that but uh yeah i've, yeah. I've sort of uh you know socialized and and had some had some fun here and there you know i had some pretty hectic mushroom shakes at a full moon party in thailand right. once and damn you know all kinds of things but yeah I, I haven't for a while now i haven't smoked weed in a few years but um yeah i'm, it, I'm not not upset about it if someone offers it to me that's for sure it's been
2: a, i would say that it's been it's been a minute for me too um mine was over the course of just like a year And then after that, I kind of was just like, I feel like it's slowing me down. Like, I don't feel like I'm getting everything done that I need to get done. And I don't know. Yeah. What about you, Sam?
0: I have not. uh, I do have, like, a couple of friends who have done it. And I kind of, I don't know, like, I was younger and I was like, "Eh, I don't want to do that. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. I'm a very anxious person. Like you're
1: 35. (laughs) Back
0: in my day. Um, I mean, it was only like a few years ago. Yeah. Uh, cuz yeah I did have a friend who was kind of a stoner who was a it was such a weird friendship with that guy cuz he was such an arsehole. Oh my god. Um Ah oh yeah, like he straight up was like he um oh. I think he had like his reasons and stuff but like it was so weird cuz he was so opposite to me. Like he he just like randomly say stuff that was like offensive just to get a reaction out of people and I'm just like not that person at all. Yeah, I don't. Um
1: That sounds kind of strange. Yeah. Mm, so, yeah. speaking of offensive things to say, yeah. uh, we should say this is episode five of the 8-Bit cast. Yes. Uh, I am one of your co-hosts, Brendan White. You can find me just about everywhere, Brendan 8-Bit. And these two lovely men on the other side of this conversation is uh, Sam Harkin, who can be found at Sammy Deege, and Eldar Basic, who can be found at Eldar Talks. Uh, oh, we Sam. have got a little bit of worldwide flavor, yes. uh, as, as you may or may not have heard. That accent is definitely not from, uh, you know, Brunswick down in Melbourne, that's for sure. No, it's uh, not. So,
0: Can you give us your Brunswick accent real quick? Can you give us your Brunswick accent real quick? Was that good at all? <laughs> there we go. Uh, that, that was
1: like a drunk South African. Well, she is. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm
2: from, your ha- I'm from you. I'm from... No, wait. Here, I'll do a... Um, who's the top gear <laughs> old guy? I'll do an impression Jeremy of Jeremy Clarkson. I'm uh, from Johannesburg, and uh, this is my. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he's actually, he's English, by the way. I know, yeah, no, I know that. I was I thinking. Just, like, I was oh, trying okay. to do
2: a, Like an Australian accent, and it just ended up, up coming out as like Jeremy Clarkson.
0: <laughs> Boy, how did that sure was a stinker? <laughs> oh
2: my God. But yeah, no, I'm from All Dallas, right. man. Um, I definitely, uh, I'm definitely from Dallas. I'm not looking to stay here for forever because it gets hot in Dallas, and everyone here is super into country music. Yeah, I'm hoping to actually be able to visit Australia someday. Um, Ooh, mate, yeah, definitely. come on
1: down to the land down under. We will look after you. We've got uh, you know, various members of Eight Bit and various members of just you know friends and family of mm-hmm. us all. Uh, Lit it all the way up and down the east coast. A couple in Perth, NATO's in Perth, but yeah. you know Perth is so far away, and NATO kind of sucks. So uh, we don't <laughs> worry about him. Oh so well, you know, I so hear- uh, just
2: stick stick to the east coast. There's so much like awesome gaming coverage and events that actually happen in Australia. So it kind of is it, mm. it feels like kind of like a, one of the hotbeds of the world for gaming coverage and press and just community and stuff like that.
1: It's it's certainly an area on the rise, I think. Yeah. Um obviously we we've, we've got our own PAX equivalent over here, you know, PAX Australia every sure. October or so. Yeah. Uh we've got, you know, things in parallel with EB Games, which is sort of the uh the equivalent of a GameStop over in the united states yep. so we've got festivals with them and then you know your comic cons and your uh supernova which is like an aussie based comic con uh, yeah. reinterpretation so there's there's plenty to do and all, all the main devs or, or pubs are parked here majority of them are in yeah. sydney um so sadly when i moved to brisbane i moved very far away from all those developers and publishers oh, no. but, uh, yeah that's life yeah. you know yeah the quality of living up here is great so, no complaints. That's what I've
2: heard. Um, Dallas is like, I, I equate living, kind of not only in America, but I especially equate living in Dallas to life on hard mode because <laughs> like the rent right. is so high and the jobs are so not great. And I don't know. It's just, it's kind of tricky kind of living in this part of uh, the United States. Everything's, um, it feels like sometimes everything's kind of out to get people. and That's very much uh, like Sydney. Sydney is a yeah.
1: joke, like... A quick sort of comparison before, I guess we start jumping into the meat and potatoes this episode is like in Sydney, I was living with my dog. So him and I, uh, you know, co-leased a two bedroom apartment and I was paying $550 a week in rent. Wow. I've now moved to Brisbane, which you know, better quality of life, better cost of living. And my partner and I, we are renting like a two year old four bedroom house for 460 a week so and it's like
2: massive so the interesting close to everything here's the here's the immediate like weird thing i just noticed that is a little bit different you say you know you're, you're gauging how much it costs per week but we mm-hmm. do it yeah by, you guys on, are monthly in the states that's weird oh man that's such a, a weird little dynamic okay well I, I don't know i just that just hit me weird but cool
1: okay yeah but brisbane's great weather's hot all the time everything's close
2: well i hope to visit mm. sometime i'll be sure to yeah pop by yeah. and say hello
1: and when you visit, we can talk about creating content because uh, <laughs> that is exactly what we're doing here on episode five of the really bad segue. So that, uh, was, that was
0: a really great little pre-roll intro stuff we've done that. Worst segue I've ever <laughs> heard in my life.
1: <laughs> Mate, I, I am uh, known to pull out a few good segues here and there. Uh, so yes, we are talking about content creation today. Right. Uh, you know Highs and lows, where you got started, advice, uh, long-term goals. Anything we can fit into this you know hour or so worth of our uh, podcast. so uh, mm-hmm. we'll see how it goes. But before we do just wanted to send a big thank you and a big sexy high five to our Patreon producers. Nathan Tilly laurie Josh Enor, Screamers, Tom Chavez, Howard Smith, Jared Howard, Liam Hart, Anthony Florida, Andrew Natoli, Dan von Logan Wilkinson, Colin Spearing, and Aaron Lucas. So thank you for getting behind us okay. in a financial way because it does help keep those physical lights on in our studios and also those emotional lights on in our hearts and we're doing this content week in and week out. So uh, yeah, patreon.com forward slash we are 8-bit if you want to get behind us. Uh, Tears starting from a low, low price of one US dollar per month, which is relatable to those Americans. I could say <laughs> 25 cents a week, but they nice. do monthly over there. So a dollar a month can get you early access to the 8-bit cast, then Escalating tiers from there can get you swag you can't get anywhere else. Uh, exclusive invites to competitions and giveaways. We are giving away an audio Technica headset and gaming mod mic, as well as a copy of Assassin's Creed Odyssey and some stickers this month. So uh, head on over to patreon.com forward slash we're 8-bit to uh, get your entry for the low-low price of $1 on that. So Good. anyway, on to the main course, Woo. the 8-bit cast content creation. Yes. So, I guess, uh, setting the table, maybe I can hand it over to you, Aldo, and say, sure. how did you get started in this very broad stroke topic of content creation? Obviously, we're oh. going to be looking at this from a perspective of podcasts, videos, everything in that, in that spectrum. So, uh, lead us in. Tell us about yourself.
2: Sure. Um, so, the first thing I wanted to mention while I was listening to your long spiel, um, is
1: that
2: hey. the, the 8-bit um, <laughs> Patreon clean. is looking mighty clean. I just wanted to shout that out because it's looking pretty good, dude. It's a, it's a hot-looking Patreon. Um, I like that everything's food-based, and I don't think that should ever change. Now, um, so content creation for me started in a place where I think it started with a lot of people. Um, I started listening and following IGN in like my mid-teens, and um, I got wind of this podcast even though i had no clue what a podcast was called podcast unlocked so i started listening Mm -hmm. to it because i was Mm -hmm. man i was so tuned in to the xbox 360 like scene i guess if there was to be a scene whenever that game first came out with the oh there was there was a scene Kids raging yeah hell yeah dude it was just like you know um halo 3 you know halo reach and Like, Fable and Fable 2 and stuff like that. But, well, no, I'm sorry. Fable 1 came out on Xbox One. But anyway. So then I started listening to Podtacular and just kind of like, man, I really wish I could do podcasts. And so me and my friend from high school, we put out this, like, bullshit podcast. And it didn't go anywhere. And then blah, 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 blah. I just started listening to podcasts. And then, like, fast forward a few years. I'm in my 20s. And me and my uh, one of my best friends who lives in Austin... We, we were wanted to do a podcast, but we didn't just want to talk about and give our opinions on games because we felt like there was, you know, for every one of us just out there talking about games, there's five others, right? So we kind of took a unique approach or what we thought was a unique approach. And we started doing a video game debate podcast. So what we would do each month or each week is we would pick a game blind and debate it with each other, sticking to like a genre, right? So I would pick like, let's say, Final Fantasy 15. And he would pick near. And so we'd get on the mic and talk about, you know, which one's better. And by the end, we would toss it over to, you know, people on social media. And they would vote and say which one they thought won.
1: I've just got to say that Final okay. Fantasy would have never won any of those votes because, especially fifteen, because it sucked straight ass. It was so bad.
2: It was a hard, it was a hard debate for me because I was on Final Fantasy 15's team while he was on Near Automata, and then by the end of it, yeah, we figured out you know Automata was obviously, <laughs> obviously the better game. But no, we had mm. about thirty-five episodes until life kind of took us a different direction. I mean, we're still friends. He's actually helping me out um, just for, um, I guess. Transparency. I'm actually uh, I host industry the industry games podcast, which is like a sword and scale type, like educational, like narrative based podcast on like events in video game history. I'm on the Eight Bit Collective, and um, really appreciate that. By the way, I think that's super cool that you let me do that. But yeah, so um, my roots i have always just kind of been in um, video game podcasting. I've tried to do other podcasts before, hasn't really planned out or panned out because I just like talking about video games and its history and its culture. And um yeah, so that that has also segued into um video game development for me, but that's a story for another podcast. So but yeah, that's me, man. That's me in a nutshell. I tried to compress it as much as I could.
1: Nah that's that's a nice tight nut. Yeah. Oh, uh Dej, well, do you wanna oh, uh oh tell us about your tight nut as well? Oh
0: my yeah, God. I might Try and yeah, compress my nice and small as well. Uh, so, <laughs> I'm I'm the mainly the video producer uh, for the Eight Bit YouTube and stuff. If you if you recognize this voice and it's not from you know my other podcasts and stuff,
1: YouTube.com forward slash We Are Eight Bit for listeners out yeah, there that haven't checked it out.
0: Yeah, lots of reviews and everything. Uh, so I kind of started mainly uh just with YouTube uh I actually pulled up uh, my oldest video and it was uh 2011 uh you know doing kind of like one of those movie Damn. club things uh yeah it was it was really fucking rough um so yeah I I kind of started with that I think the main reason that I wanted to do that is because. I am just such a fan of YouTubers, and I was like, I want to collab with them, and without putting too fine a point on it, I have not amassed uh, hundreds of thousands of subscribers, so that didn't happen. Not um, yet. Not yet, yes. You know, now now I'm, well, I'm kind of like, yes, now I'm in the 8-bit one, which already has, like, a thousand something subscribers. It was like, sweet, I have a head start. Uh, But yeah, I, I kind of got into it I I kind of moved through like lots of different things like you know like I like yes I only stuck with video games I kind of like went all over the place so I I tried like news stuff for a bit and then I did kind of like comedy stuff for a bit uh you know just kind of doing like a little bit of a grab bag of everything and I definitely put like a, a lot of work into it I've kind of you know, at one point I had like a schedule of like, I'm going to try and put out like 14 videos a week. So that's Jesus not Christ. great. Um, but you know, uh, I, I, I did kind of step away from that, but I'm kind of, you know, now stepping back with, um, 8 bit and stuff. And I think the thing that is great about, um, YouTube is it has given me lots of opportunities and it's given me lots of new friends. You know, I, I've met, um, the, uh, Paul and Andrew from my podcast, The Inconsolables, uh, because I became friends with, um, Tiger, who is a guy that I met through YouTube and just us commenting on each other's videos. Uh, so, you know, like, I'm, it's, it's been an interesting journey, shall we say. Um, and, you know, I'm, I'm very glad that I now get to kind of be part of this really awesome group of people making content and stuff. So
1: very yeah. true, very true. So I will um try try and keep it short and sweet. I guess like I I I sort of started creating content in the I guess you could say the analog world really, like when I was still at school and we were doing like our own weekly jackass offshoot equivalent. So it started oh, from making videos like that and it's it's funny because I hate being in front of a camera, but like I enjoy Mucking around and being silly and things mm. like that. So yeah, from through high school we were doing um, our own little offshoot. It was called Spoonhead, um, and we were doing all kinds of dumb things and hurting ourselves and whatever else. And then from there, uh, I, I sort of started designing merch and managing bands and, and doing tours and things. So not really direct content creation, but always trying to stay as creative as I could. Uh, yeah. Pulled the pin on that. Moved overseas for a while. Came back. And then, um, yeah, myself, um, Reese, and Sam started The Hungry Gamers in... Yeah, we talked about it in, I think we started in 2015, if my maths is correct now. So, it was uh, nearly on 150 episodes. Uh, so, yeah, podcast has been my primary um, medium. But I have been dabbling in video and I want to do more video. But, you know, the age-old thing about being time poor is one of mm. my biggest, uh, you know, bugbears that I constantly sort of deal with. So yeah, podcasting primarily, uh, Hungry Gamers and then sort of uh, jumping on other shows here and there. But yeah, it's been been primarily sort of geek and pop culture-based content. Um, I don't mind talking serious stuff, but I think just the way my brain's wired, it, it sort of lends itself more so to the lighthearted, um, mm. you know, infotainment type of... Um, creation of content and that's sort of where I've, mm. I've found home and been able to bring all these you know talented and sexy individuals into the collective to try and uh, you know make content together and you know create a create sort of one common goal is, is really good so uh yeah that's me in a very very mm. uh sort of condensed nutshell and I, and I guess sort of in regards to the who and what inspires us to make this content like um Eldar, you mentioned like unlocked was sort of one of the initial sources of inspiration has has that changed over time is there new things now you sort of go towards and use them as a you know energy to to sort of keep on striving
2: so it's it's interesting to me first off before i answer that it's interesting to me and i think really cool that you started you know you you started hungry gamers right and it's just you reese and um who else was it i'm sorry
0: and
1: Sam. 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 Oh. Other Sam. He's, he's there most of the time, so it's all right if you forget his name. And the then you
2: Sam. transitioned it into 8-Bit. Like you were like, hey, we got like a podcast, right? So we need like a company behind it. Or
1: how, to, how did yeah, that work? Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. That's how yeah. that worked, so, right? So um, I had the 8-Bit idea and, and we initially started the website and we're doing a lot of written content reviews yeah. and everything else. Such as um, moi. Yeah, yeah, you were one of the initial writers to jump on. Uh, yeah. I think you can back. still
0: find it if you type in like eight bit like review or something like into Google. Yeah,
1: there's there's a cached version available mm-hmm. online with the original web layout, and it's it's all right, but man, it's it's nowhere near as how pretty it looks today. But um, yeah, we wanted to sort of have an outlet sitting above the podcast because I've always been thinking into the future of of you know having more shows in, more content creators in, so that way if there's an umbrella already there we can just say hey come come join this uh you know big uh, cavalcade of personalities and um you know carnage and everything else so yeah that that's sort of where it came out it was sort of chicken in the egg really it was
2: interesting to me also that the the the, the I'm sorry the um the general idea behind 8 bit hasn't changed since i first saw it so you and i actually met mm. on the kind of funny um like friend group. Yeah.
1: So that's yeah, on the, that's on the where a funny Facebook page, yeah.
2: And I remember checking Ape it out and I remember the general mantra was videos even today, you know, videos, reviews, mm-hmm. chaos podcasts, right? I know that's yeah, out of order, but you haven't like changed that, it. But, and I yeah. think that's really cool that like you stuck to a vision. You didn't get OCD, not OCD, I'm sorry. Well, I guess OCD, but
1: Oh, I get OCD sometimes. <laughs> Don't worry about
2: that. You didn't deter your brand image. And I, so like I personally I've had I've had an issue with that from like ages like 23 to like 26 so whenever I made industry I'm like okay I'm not deterring from this it's a narrative educational thing I know I'm gonna be tempted yeah, yeah. to be like reviews I'm like no, no 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 not this time so yeah. but anyway I just yeah. want to say I think that's really cool but okay um so influencers of mine um I would say actually my biggest like podcast influencer just based off of like content pedigree and um, resume is probably Colin Moriarty and I know yeah. you actually, you guys just had him on a episode of It Is What It Is.
1: Yeah, him and him and Kruse, uh sat down and talked all kinds yeah. of politics for, I think it was about ninety minutes. Um, yeah, and it was, I, a was good I thought it was like two hours. Oh, really? Something Maybe like the like time that. just flew by. You know, it was that <laughs> great an episode. But check out It Is What It Is, um, our news and current affairs podcast in the hashtag AP Collective.
2: So I know, and, and and I thought you know, I thought that was a really really fantastic episode, and it's good to see him like kind of like still podcasting out there because i know he had his whole thing with kind of funny etc etc but i guess since the show since industry isn't really um it's still in it's like grassroots right it's still like finding an audience mm-hmm. and that can take upwards of like a year or two but just so just so you guys know whoever else is listening to this i'm i was actually able to get um colin moriarty's brother dagan moriarty on an episode
1: nice nice he's industry. got a great voice for, for content
2: I, as well I think so too, man. And uh, I actually just randomly hit him up one day and he agreed to come on. So I, that's probably going to be out this month. And I'm really excited about that. I need to work with maybe you and um, Dane a little bit to promote that. But yeah. Um, and I still like kind of funny. Um, I But the podcast I listen to like outside of video games, like, like Fighter and the Kid. I, like I listen to a lot of um, comedy based podcasts too. Like anything with mm-hmm. like. I, I like I like Chris D'Elia. Um, I like the fighting the kid. I like um, Theo Vaughn and, and and those guys over there too. And obviously Joe Rogan and stuff like that. Mm. But if you guys don't haven't listened, um, there are some really great um, like spooky narrative shows as well. Like Lore. Uh, yeah. I'm sure you guys like you know have heard of those or listened to them. And I, I really, I'm a huge fan of those too. So. Um, I like anything that's just well produced man and especially anything with like a yeah. narrative or music behind it too like that um Wolverine the Long Night is great and oh, I the, need to say that yeah it's really good I, I really recommend that, that. Yeah. But yeah so yeah. you know what about you Sam
0: what do you what are your uh, inspirations well, for video content Yes for video content specifically sure. um the I mean, the main one that immediately comes to my mind, and, you know, admittedly, I don't think I've really made um, a lot of reviews in this style yet, but, you know, I'm kind of pushing towards doing that, uh, is, like, Zero Punctuation. Like, it is one of the... Great. uh, Yeah, it's it's one of those shows that, like, it doesn't matter what the topic is, I will always be watching those reviews because they're hilarious and stuff. Um, and that's kind of sort of what I try and go with with reviews is kind of comedic, but kind of a little bit more like uh, you know information. No offense to Yatsi, um, because I do love him so. Uh, but you know, like a lot of them are just like here's all the negatives. I cannot tell whether or not this is a good game entirely. Um, but a bit, I, I absolutely uh, love his content i mean like lots of other stuff that kind of like inspires me doesn't necessarily influence my content you know like i love you know like v source but i'm not doing educational stuff so right yeah uh and and i mean like i do have a couple of inspirations from podcasts because you know like the reviews are primarily an audio medium like there's you know showing the visuals and everything but like yeah it's more about it's it's all all in your delivery
1: and your script and things like that so
0: yeah yeah um and i don't know I, I i just have a lot of loves of like stuff like my brother my brother and me um which you can tell in in my podcast because i awkwardly go like we're gonna do a yahoo answer at the end which is like explicitly something song from my brother and my brother and me um, and for those
1: that weren't listening that is the inconsolables podcast about yes. all good podcast platforms give it a look Paul, yes. Andrew, and Sam deliver Which is not fantastic content every week. But it's not—it's not. it's amazing. But maybe one day, maybe maybe tomorrow. Be. Who knows? See how yes. I feel on Monday. I'll be uh,
0: keeping an animated box. Hmm.
1: I am. Um, um, yep, yeah, with this with this answer, like, I'm I'm very. I don't know if naive's the right word, but with just work and life and all that, I don't have a huge amount of time to consume a lot of third party content. So, um. Yeah, as far as influences and what inspires me, you know, it's going to sound cliched, but like the people I'm already working with, like guys like yourselves, um, other people in the the wider Australian and even United States based sort of podcasting communities, like like one one sort of outlet I want to reference in particular is like Okay Beast. I love what they're doing. I love their their imagery, their their market strategy, their video content like the video essays they do are some of the cleanest and sexiest that at least I've come across. Like as I said, I'm not combing YouTube to find the the next star. I'm not looking at a whole heap of outlets, but I just love how they go to market with this type of thing. Um, so so they're they're a good source of inspiration on the video side, but then on the podcasting front, as I said, like all, all the all the various members of the Eight Bit Collective. And then, you know, a podcast that, uh, has, has recently gone into hiatus reset is a, is a big sort of, um, yeah. you know, measuring stick for me. Um, you know, Michael and Tegan, we love you so hope you're doing well with, uh, whatever might be going on in your lives now, but, uh, yeah, come back to us soon. Mm. But yeah, um, they just recently, that's sort of my inspiration.
2: They just recently kind of, um, put their podcast on hold, right? Like last month, right? That's yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah. It was about, yeah. about
1: four to six weeks or so ago. It was, it was still pretty recent. So, uh. Yeah, they're just uh, going through a few shifts, and and they haven't completely shut the door. Uh, hopefully, that door does get kicked open again in the near future. But um, yeah, yeah, that that's sort of where I get a lot of my inspiration from, and even even friends and family that aren't really creating content per se. You know, like Rachel, my partner, she sort of dabbles here and there with streaming and content creation, and just seeing what she's doing, studying, and things like that. Like I think yeah. I just feed off people that are just driven and passionate mm. and you know having a go so whether that be in this spectrum that we're in now or even people you know working some nine to five or chasing a dream over there like it's yeah, that, yeah. that's where i get my my fuel from is just being in discussions with people that are motivated and, and aspiring mm. to be more than what they are today it's yeah. important and I, to- i'm oh
0: no no you okay, <laughs> go <laughs> i
2: was
1: gonna just say
2: it's important for your inner circle outside of content creation or just with your as you know outside of like your career goals to also be more motivated if you are like an aspiring individual too because mm. i don't think not much really kills ambition and the entrepreneurial spirit than being surrounded by people that don't also share that oh uh, yeah 100 yeah.
1: percent. I, I ain't got time for right fun sponges in my life like I've got some you know, people I still consider friends, but yeah. when, I, when I catch up with him, I just know it's going to be a chore. You know, What yeah, are you doing on It's too. always, woe is me, life's hard, I work's taken advantage of me. I'm like, well, make a yeah. fucking change. Make know? a fucking, fucking change. Do something yeah. about it. Make a fucking it's change. that easy. I'll get, I'll, hey. Here,
2: I'll be honest with you guys, because whatever, we're having a topical show. Um, For the last like three months, um, I started working at this logistics company. And very quickly, I realized, okay, this isn't a good fit for me. And it was one of those places that, like, it you don't know it when you first start there. And I'm sure you guys have had, you know, your share of, like, sh- dumb, weird jobs or whatever. But, you know, it became a place where, like, you know, I was starting to be asked how long um, my lunches are. And, you know, getting right. calls at midnight, like, hey, how come you didn't do this at work? And then, yeah. <laughs> no, no, no bullshit, yesterday, um, I just straight up quit. Because yeah. I called this other person. Damn. Yeah, I just made up quit. I wasn't happy, dude. And I'm not, dude, no. I don't, I'm not going to deal with that. I, I, I called enough, this other, yeah. I called this other prospect and I was like, hey, can I come in for an interview? I, it was this thing I had like maybe going on and off or whatever. Let me come in for an interview on Monday. She said, yeah, come on in four o'clock Monday. I was like, okay, cool. I walked back into that office and I was just like, no, I'm not dealing with that. I don't want to be someone that's just like stuck in a position they hate. And You know, I don't want to go bald because of making money that i don't feel
1: like is making me happy
2: mm. and i'm sure you guys i and
1: i'm and i'm looking at your head shape and i don't know if you'd suit baldness so um, <laughs> yeah yeah I'm, my, I'm the same i've got a big sort of moon head if i yeah, went bald, my girlfriend makes you just she makes an egg a with lot a beard on it
0: i've <laughs> already got a lot of forehead as it is
2: you know yeah. you say that but i think uh, um i think uh Brenda can probably rock being bald pretty quickly like pretty uh, well because you got the beard dude so you would just look like a biker from like
1: um What's it called? The Los Santos like Sons of Anarchy. Yeah, dude, you'll be fine. Yeah. we'll but see. I hope it is. never happens because that that is one one fear. You know, maybe that's for another future episode. But yeah, baldness is something that I do not want to go through. Um, that's oh, that's some shit that'll traumatize me. Um, on, so I, I guess that hims. sort of weaves in nicely with what you were saying um, regarding motivation. You know, yeah. like as a content creator, you're going to yeah. go through the highs and lows and and struggle to to get that energy maintained for creating the content you're doing or trying to write that piece. How, how do you combat that? Um, Deej, have you have you sort of experienced this, you know, any, in any regularity? You've been doing this since 2011, you said. Yeah. Well, How I mean, have you sort like, of weathered this storm? Uh, well,
0: I have a therapist now. Um, so, there's that. Uh, I, I think, like... A, a good chunk of it is, like, making sure that you're making content that you enjoy, uh, you know. So, I kind of, like, at some point, you know, kind of, like, moved into doing video gameplay kind of things. And that's kind of, you know, good because you're just having fun playing a game and stuff. Uh, I, I think, I don't know, like, it is definitely one of those things that I am kind of just, like, such an anxious person that that, that kind of already kind of gives you a little bit of energy to to push through stuff um, all the way through to midnight, uh, which is not good. Um, but I I think part of it is making something that you are truly proud of, like that can be such a force, uh, you, you know, you work super hard on like drawing stuff so you kind of make it look like uh, zero punctuation. Uh, because that's like literally something that I did, which was fun, but it was also while I was doing like my first full-time job. So that was a very bad idea. Mm. Uh, but yeah, like just kind of finding something that you're making that you're truly proud of and, 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 and also like making stuff like I, I do on occasion, I'd make stuff for specific people. Because then you kind of feel like, you know, you're making something as almost like a gift. Like, it's not entirely like, this will get me really popular kind of thing. Because that won't really sustain you. Because if it fails, then you'll just be like, look at all the time I wasted. Uh, yeah, you, you really need to be making content for yourself that you enjoy making. Or for, like, other people. That, that you know, one way or another you have to really be kind of proud of what you're doing.
1: I, I agree man i agree like you, yeah. you can see you can see when the passion is coming through the product like yeah if, if you're just doing some paint by numbers review because you have to there's a big difference in that as opposed to doing some passion piece on a on a if we're yeah. talking video games on a game that you love and adore and you, you're sinking yeah. all that time and effort into you can you can really see the difference no matter how you can edit and cut it together too even just in the in that vocal delivery and and you know that script you might be reading off it's it's paramount, yeah. I think, to enjoy what you're doing. Um, so I'm, I'm in agreement with you, Deej. What about you, um, Aldo? What's, uh, how, what's your motivation? You know, I think
2: if you... This is this is probably just a little bit outside of left field, but I think if you are in a relationship, um, so this is kind of like a branching tier, but if you're in a relationship, mm. I think it's really important to have a partner that genuinely kind of gets what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Because when I was hundred percent, man, yeah. When when I was younger, you know, there was projects I would quit because I was in a relationship and the person didn't get it. It wasn't necessarily that she said she didn't get it, but it was just the fact of like I feel and know that you don't really care about this, so I don't maybe don't care about it either. And that, that's about it. That's immaturity. But my dad once gave me really good advice. He said if you're gonna make something or if you're gonna do something, do it about what you find yourself looking up or what you think about all day. Right. So if Brendan, if you, if you don't care about cars, you're not going to go out and do a car podcast.
1: Right. It would be terrible, man. It'd be like, there's the <laughs> wheels. But whatever. And it uh, goes real yeah. fast.
2: And and, and and all of a sudden it becomes soulless. But if you make a show mm-hmm. about something that you genuinely think about when you're clacking away at the keyboard at work doing something you might not actually care about, then the passion is going to, tr- to translate into what you're doing. Like, I, I don't need to know anything about cars. But I could listen to a car podcast if the host is super passionate about it. I can listen to somebody talk about whatever they're passionate about all day. But if I listen yeah. to somebody, you know, who doesn't really care what they're talking about, dude, I'll turn that off in five minutes. Mm-hmm. It's. I think no. it's about tapping into your passion and having people around you that, can actually, that actually support what you're doing. Like you said at the beginning of the show, you know, filling those, um, fill in the, fill in the tanks in our, you know in our hearts or whatever right it's 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 fuel
1: the like, emotional lights the on emotional in our hearts yeah there much. you go yeah exactly <laughs> it's fuel
2: it really is genuinely like it, it can run out it really can um there could be a, a day could come when you don't feel like doing it anymore and then that project is dead and it's just this constant balancing act of of support and passion that just keeps that afloat so
1: 100% mm. like surrounding yourself with with good people from a you know a, a friendship point of view, a, mm-hmm. a professional point of view, and and as you said, like I'm I'm in agreement with you, Elder, regarding having a partner that that sort of motivates and, and fuels that fire, and and you know, and it pushes you into following those passions and hopes and dreams. That really really makes a difference because uh, motivation is hard, um, yep. you know, and it's and it, it's terrifying. I think uh, this whole content creation space where you're putting this content out. For the world to judge and critique so so you want it to be <laughs> as best as it can be because it's th- the potential ripple effect of negativity that can come back to you about you know mm. just anonymous people being heroes on a keyboard you know throwing yeah, shade oh at God. you in a youtube yeah. comment or yeah. writing a podcast review like the the yes. voiceless people the nameless people i should say or the faceless people i should say um, out there that can the dickheads out there, yeah, the the fucking wankers out there, that just like to poke fun at people and just be yeah. general assholes just for the sake of being an asshole is you know more and more uh, rampant, especially in this space, like the gaming pop culture space. Like it's it's got this <clears throat> gross, dirty subculture of you know abuse oh, and yeah, being a people. dickhead is fine, um, without <laughs> oh, yeah. repercussion for the most part, and it sucks. So yeah. it can be hard keeping that motivation up when you get Joe Schmo XYZ jumps on a YouTube um, video you post and it's like, fuck you, that was the shittest editor I've ever seen or, you know, they write a review on your podcast and (laughs) leave a one star or whatever and you're like, man, like just message me. Let's have a conversation. If you genuinely feel that way, tell me why you feel that way or how I can improve instead of just throwing shade and walking away. Well,
0: I have had like, considering that I don't have that many subscribers, I've had like some impressive comments. P- perhaps, um, my favorite, which just highlights how petty it was, is I got like a, a, a comment that was like, How to get 12 views by a faggot? I'm like, years, 12 views, 12 views. You're that fucking petty yeah. that you're going to be like, You got 12 views. yeah like, People
1: are like that, man. People, people are the worst. Like, there's some amazing I- <laughs> people in our lives and in the world, but. There is just this pocket of society that is oh, just yeah. fucking turds of human yeah.
0: beings. Someone man. tried to completely fucking destroy me over like, uh, like a thing I did for like the last episode of Breaking Bad. They were just like, you should give up and stop like doing YouTube and stuff. I'm like, I don't know who the hell you are, but I'm never posting to a subreddit again.
1: Mm. You're like, Ugh. I'm going to drive my car to your house and have a like automated machine gun in the boot and shoot your place up motherfucker genius
2: (laughs) genius sequence by the way Mm. fantastic sequence like I can't oh dude man I was on the oh I was reeling man that was Mm.
1: anyway but so mm, I I guess I I guess shifting into something more positive like give me some highlights tell me or even you know the moment you can look back on from this content creation journey and go you know what that's not, not really a peak, but you know, what's something that's lifted you up to some new level, um, whether it be a listener of your feedback or a piece of content you've made or an event you've covered? What would you say has is, is been one of your highlights on this uh, content creation journey?
2: You know, mine, uh, my, uh, mine's a really short answer, man. Um, probably whenever at the height of my last podcast project, um, we I had a two hour interview um, on the show I think it was epi- one of the episodes with Mike Bithel where we just talked Ooh. about um, Thomas was alone and I think it was right when volume launched and it was before he made subsurface and yeah that was probably my that's probably my highlight. Um, he, talking to like a like an industry luminary that started everything himself by himself and is kind of a household name with everybody that knows. Video game development. I mean, that was it, man, for sure. Um, after that, uh, probably talking with the lead developer of a game called InterSpace. Uh, it was a game that came out back in like 2017, maybe 2018 on PSN, and uh, I, don't, I forgot what IGN gave it, but yeah, it was probably that. Um, I like to. I, I think I. I think I'm always just fascinated with listening to developers talk about how they made their games. Like that's always mm. just I could listen to that all day, man. I really could.
1: Yeah, the passion so, comes through in Spades. Listening to those those yeah. interviews and, and sort of discussion pieces, it's it's good it's good content. That's for sure. Absolutely. What about you, De- Yeah, Deej. I'm gonna deflect handball to you. Oh my god, catch it. You, you just don't want to take any
0: of them, do you? Um, I I do have like a couple. I I guess the main one though that I'd probably go with would be um. PAX 2017, because uh, not only was that when I started doing stuff with the inconsolables, which was good, because I haven't really done any, like, long-term projects where I'm kind of working with people, uh, because, you know, I love to collaborate and stuff, uh, so that that was really awesome, but also because, like, uh, it was the first time I had gotten a media pass to go to PAX, and that was just, like, an insane kind of, like, whoa like, like a culmination of like a lot of things to kind of be in that position where I got like opportunity. And I thank you, Brendan for eh. giving me such opportunity.
1: That's nothing.
2: <laughs> That's awesome.
0: Um, yeah, it, it, it was, um, it, it, it was just such a in, insane kind of moment. Cause like just the year before, like 2016 was my first ever PAX. And I, I met, um, a media person that I look up to a lot, uh, and that was kind of a real inspiration for starting uh, a previous podcast that le- then led into uh, the Inconsolables and getting into kind of trying to promote all these fantastic indie games that exist. And yeah, the year after, I was just like part of the media, which was just insane. Um, yeah, and I, I thank uh, Brynn it a lot for that. And also Bleh. just generally, yeah... It, it it was a really great time.
2: Uh, I hope to thank Brendan in a similar accident. light. I think we're trying to get me over to E3 this year, but we'll see how yeah. that goes. We'll see. Yeah,
1: that is. Um. Yeah, those discussions will take place this week. Uh, with some nice. uh, representation there at E3. So, uh, yeah, see if we can get you roaming the halls there. And then that that's that's one of my highlights. Um, which I guess weaves nicely in from from that. Like I was I was over there in 2017. Uh, on my lonesome, which was pretty daunting to be honest, uh, you know. And I made some con. I could have made a lot more, to be truthful, um, as mm. far as coverage of the event goes. But I had a great time over there, meeting a lot of sort of higher ups and getting um, opportunities to to get hands on with games. And and I think the biggest thing was just getting that exposure, or getting even just you know handing out business cards or, or pins or whatever it was with the eight bit brand to. To some of these outlets, and and you know, probably eighty percent of them ended up in the bin, or they're in in you know in their drawer, covering dust. But you know, at least they're there, and they may get thought of one day when they open that drawer. But uh, that was great. Um, from a personal perspective, I think interviewing Tim Getty's at uh, uh yeah. Rooster Teeth, the the Rooster Teeth event in Sydney in twenty seventeen as well. Uh, I think it was about February. Uh, that was just a bucket of fun um we had a really good time on the back and forth and, and then I, I sort of caught up with him at kind of funny live uh a few months later when i was over there with e3 as well and just like we sort of chatted here and there on social media after the after the interview and then when um when i was over there for kind of funny live uh they had like a meetup event at a bar and it was you know a gajillion best friends running around there mm. and like there's queues to meet everyone i'm like fuck this like i i don't like queuing for anything so i was just at the bar having a beer And Tim sort of saw me over there and he sort of just broke away from this group and just came over and was just chatting to me directly for like 15 minutes while this little pocket of people just started to sort of convene around us waiting for, you know, to kiss the hand of God, I guess you could say. (laughs) Um, But yeah, he was just chatting to me and, and, you know, remembered, you know, things we were talking about and, and that was really cool to know that you sort of made an effect on someone, even if it was for that brief moment and whatnot. And then um, just just packs last year, like we had a co branded stand with Audio Technica, like we had mm. guys and girls from Audio Technica wearing shirts that had the AT branding as well as 8 Bit branding on it, and like that was that was a very humbling experience, um, just to see see this little baby that we're we're nursing, you know, take its first steps, I guess you could say, and um, you know get that kind of coverage on a on a global scale from a from a big outlet and a big brand like AT. That was. That's pretty great. Mm-hmm.
2: That actually reminded me of uh, I think I don't remember what year it was, but I think it was for. It was one of the gaming conventions in Dallas. Kind of funny, was there, and we didn't know they were there. Me and my friend were just at the convention, and we go to this like little wing wing stop type place next door, and we just like we're like, wow, there's a lot of people here. I wonder who's here. And then next thing you just I heard Greg Miller do his like one of his like yells or whatever. I was like, is that fucking Greg Miller? And it was. it was the whole fucking kind of funny gang was at this like wing stop. <laughs> and like yeah. Colin, Colin was like off off by himself talking about hockey, you know, and like, yeah, he's talk, an island. Just is tragic, he is. I talked to uh, I talked to Greg. Me and Greg actually got along really well. Um, uh, what's his name? Uh, there's Tim Geddes, Greg Miller, Nick, uh, Nick Scarpino. Scarpino did not. Like me very much. I don't know why. I <laughs> is just it co- like,
1: you? Know, it's probably because you're like a foot taller than him. That's I was probably just, the issue.
2: I, so I'm I'm Greg's height, I guess. Like Greg is six two, six three, or whatever. And like when I talked to t- um when I talked to him, he was just like not having it with me. I was like, okay, dude. <laughs> yeah, I was like you're too tall.
1: I'm, Get out of my space. I guess so,
2: man. But no, dude. Um, <laughs> I think uh, I think eight bit's definitely on the come up, man. Like, ugh. like. I, I see you guys kind of in the same realm probably as okay beast because um, there's something about the quality and the amount of content that both of the uh, both of the channels I just mentioned put out you know it's it's been nonstop. like there has never been like an 8-bit hiatus or like a okay beast hiatus right and like I think that's yeah. probably where the success will come from yeah 100%, 100%, that's where it like, is
1: consistency is key with with content creation like the way the world is programmed these days they want something that second if they have to wait an extra day an extra hour an extra Mm -hmm. week they're already looking for their next podcast to consume to find that news or that next youtube (coughs) creator like you do get obviously loyalty and, and people come come back for every episode or every bit of video you're churning out but i know so many people that just jump on and off not bandwagons but on or off outlets based off what's available to them that second you know obviously the, mm. the the all these star wars contents dropped this week so if you know outlet x hasn't dropped put it on there they'll just google it or jump onto IGN and just grab it from mainstream media as opposed to their local so it's it's tough and it's competitive and it's 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 good it fuels the fire but it can be very overwhelming at times too to know can
0: burn you out
1: yeah yeah and Especially and if you
0: try and do fourteen videos a week.
1: Yeah, that, that's insane. Fourteen <laughs> yeah. videos is insane. It's trust. Um, it's trust,
2: right? Like it, 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 it. At the end of the day, like it boils down to trust because, like, if you discover a new podcast and you actually genuinely like the content that they're putting out, but they're only five episodes in, you might wait a little bit before subscribing because you don't want to get invested as like a listener, and then just have them drop off. But if you like this podcast but you see they're 120 episodes in you're like oh okay maybe i could stick around because they're sticking
1: around that's very true mm -hmm. somewhere in there bang on the money and and that can you know cycle through to youtubers and, and streamers like if you see that they're three times a week or four times a week or releasing videos consistently yeah it's that's a lot more likely to earn a listener or a viewer's trust to, as you said, to be committed and, and be all in with, with what you're doing. And it's a fine line, isn't it? Like you don't want to burn out, but you also want to maintain enough visibility with the, the listener and the viewer to see you mm-hmm. popping up on their Twitter feed or, or their YouTube notifications or their Twitch notifications that, Hey, they're streaming again this week, or there's another episode this week. Like, shit, I'm going to keep it locked. Like this is, This is my realm, and I'm gonna focus on eight bit or okay beast or kind of funny or whatever. It's it's a fine line. Mm. It's a juggling act. Hundred percent. And I think it helps because there is so many of us under this uh, this eight bit collective banner now. Um, The pressure, there's still pressure. Don't get me wrong. Um, You know, you guys would be feeling it as well. Like it's it's tough to to sort of turn up daily and deliver that same quality of content here and there, but having you know 20 plus other voices and, and opinions there that are making content i guess it can sort of take a bit of weight off the shoulders because you're not so um forced to make 14 videos a week um you know it's
2: not all to
0: make to you. two videos a week <laughs> keep it going
2: uh, without you know doing all of the work yourself
0: i mean yeah yeah yeah
2: and it's like you have to find your schedule right so like for some people, they can put out an episode of a podcast, but like a really good episode like once a month. And that's their schedule because yeah. they have mm. life and other things to worry about, you know. But some people are supercharged, man. They can put out an episode each week, man, just based off of the constraints or commitments they have in their life aren't so crazy and they have the time to sit down behind that desk, you know. But not everyone has that time. You have to do what's yeah, right like,
1: for you. Yeah, I'd, like I'd love to make, you know, a daily podcast, but just in this in my personal climate there is no way in hell no i could make it to the quality i'd want it to You um, can't happen. so unless
0: you keep donating to that patreon
1: <laughs> <laughs> patreon.com oh forward That's slash 8-bit make true. these dreams a reality <laughs> yeah. you get there. but um yeah how 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 um shit and any other advice <laughs> that you uh you <laughs> wanted to sort of throw yeah. what while we're talking sort of um, yeah this is, you, advice, you know, this is the advice this is the advice management and
2: um yeah write everything down if so like for m- the majority of my life like I didn't write anything down and last year I started using evernote Google keep uh, Pot- uh apple reminders and I'm gonna be honest like I don't I don't forget much like let's mm. like, let's <laughs> say there's this episode there's this show right and then brendan messaged me like let's say 3 weeks ago with you and he was like you know let's record episode 4 and it obviously became episode 5 and so i wrote down i was Which like this is so okay, meta i love this potential episode with brendan scheduled time you just have to like you were like yeah. you have to write everything down
1: that's my advice 100% 100% and whether it be on a digital front like like evernote and google keep and things like that are fantastic or just take like you know have a little notebook with you like i i I juggle between the old school and the new school with that like with work uh with the you know the nine to five i'll I'll usually have a physical little notebook with me but i'm also running um yeah evernote to to chuck stuff so it's saved online forever so i've got two options there and, and it gives you a sense of accountability um for for what your intentions are like if you are looking to release these videos, write down you know what the videos are going to be about, what the proposed release date is, what you need done, what you need help with, uh, because asking for help is never a bad thing. Um, whether it be mm. people you're working with on content already, or whether it be friends or you know peers in that same realm, I think asking for advice and feedback and assistance is key to survival in that content creation realm. Like there's so many people that are terrified of giving any advice or sharing their opinion on content that's out of their own because they're fearful of someone stealing that spotlight. But Mm, it shouldn't be like Mm. that. It shouldn't be like that. Like it should be like a hive mind mentality where we can share success stories and horror stories and feedback and streamlining processes and things like that. Cause it's going to make everyone's life a lot easier and, you know, in this game space, especially the community as a whole, I think they gravitate to a lot of different content anyway. So sharing ideas between those content creators is yeah, not bad yeah. at all. What do you reckon, Teach? Yeah.
0: Uh Well, I, I mean, I guess with um, if, if you're not a current content creator and you want to get into the space, like kind of just dive into it and, and don't be worried about it not being like super high quality at the start. Um, you know, like ask for help if you need it, you know, uh, I I've actually kind of like my friend Twitch streamer, Mrs. Lelante has kind of started doing a podcast off of guesting on our podcast. Um, and that has been really awesome to see. Um, and you know, she's got like a whole team that she's kind of working with and everything. Uh, so yeah, like reach out to people Uh, If you really want to collaborate with people, you know, just kind of ask them. Most of us, like, won't buy it, especially not in the 8-Bit community. Mm. Uh, We're very very friendly and such. Uh, And, yeah, like, commit. If if you are going to do it and you do want to be successful at it, you do have to commit to being consistent. uh, But also try and, you know, get a good balance between being consistent and also not, you know, driving yourself crazy because it can be very easy to slip into that, you know, attempting to do 14. Uh, I keep saying 14 <laughs> videos. I didn't actually make 14 videos. I was like, I want to make 14 videos. And then I immediately just like fell off the cliff, you know, ah, motivation wise. So that, that
1: could be the running joke or the running bit. It for just, now. It, of course
0: it wouldn't fucking happen. I wasn't getting, it's not like I was getting like paid any money for this. I was just like doing it in my own free time uh yeah that was that was a dark time in my life um but yeah like you know ask for help commit don't commit so much that you go insane collaborate Always stop collaborate and listen
2: always try to collaborate get different viewpoints different perspectives on content yeah you know your opinion by the way if any of
0: you guys want to be in a video Uh,
2: i'm in i'm always in
1: sweet
0: (laughs) let's do this
1: Um, yeah and i i think you got to be realistic like set some goals like it's not be the number one podcast in the world or the number one youtuber but just set goals i want to make x amount of episodes mm-hmm. per month i want to um, i need to get my podcast art finished by x day yeah. i mm. want to get our social media presence up to 200 follows by december things like that like yeah set and also- concrete achievable goals and
0: also, if you need uh, theme music for your podcast, ding, pay me to make podcast music for you.
1: Um, yes, yeah, Sam go. Harkin, aka Pyrite. Pyrite. Yeah. yeah actually but we'll, uh, we'll do all the plugs on that later.
2: Yeah, I'm going to have to ask you about that too, because uh, uh, I'm always interested in like talking to new musicians. I didn't know you made music until today. So.
0: Yeah. Well, I, I do the podcast theme for this, which I don't know whether or not we need to change it Um. But yeah, I, I've kind of just been doing that for like a year and a bit. Nice. Yeah, just mm-hmm. have a fancy music software and just dee-lee-lee. And he's, and and he's one happens. hell of a
1: drop mix player too. Nice. For those uh, oh my playing. Oh God, I home.
0: need them to bring out more cards. Don't bring up drop mix. Oh, yeah. I,
1: <laughs> I, I, I invested heavily and early into that game after seeing you playing it so much. And I think I've played it for an hour since, but I've got, yeah. you know, the equivalent of five decks of cards or whatever sitting over there on the shelf. But oh,
0: I've got like a psychotic amount. I've got like, 20 decks at this point i've got like all of them so expensive i got i i got sent like a promo card which is just like a fucking badge of honor because like you can only get them at like uh conventions that they have and that all of them are in america i got sent one over by like the community manager and was like
1: she nice you are on drop mix's radar good yeah
0: i've got the uh transformers wild card because they're with hasbro so Nice. all
1: right i'm i'm gonna gonna sort of shift into the, the final sort of question or topic we'll talk about and it can dun, be dun, dun. what what are your what are your respective long-term goals with content creation moving forward whether it be for the rest of 2019 whether it be more several years down the track when when we're listening to this episode in say 2023 or something what do you hope to have achieved between now and then that you can go you know what that's pretty great i i uh i got where i wanted to
2: I would actually um I would like to transit not transition, but like I would like to take industry as a as like an educational podcast. And so so like my long term goals are right now to get started working at this game development company here in Dallas. But I'd like to be one of those game developers that kinda has his own show that he brings other game developers on that bring that kind of kind of like adam conover he does this show called people who make Mm. games and he's very talented and like the show is actually really great and super eclectic and informative and stuff like that but yeah i guess that's what i'm trying to do is like I'd, i'd like to make games but i'd also like to have a insightful educational and hopefully successful podcast in video games as well um so just like everything under the umbrella that involves video games and its culture and its creation and just everything like that and Maybe branch outside of it a little bit. Maybe the podcast gets big enough one day to the point where I can have pseudo celebrities that are maybe in some way linked with video games come on the show. Maybe like, DJ I, Pyrite yeah.
1: might guest on it in a few years' time. <laughs>
2: exactly. <laughs> exactly. Just
0: yeah. I'm pseudo celebrity at least. Just anybody, man. You know,
2: like I'm I'm open to anybody coming on the show because I'm doing a uh, like a talk show version of it, like as like a, as a sidestep, which. Is having luminaries from like you know development and podcasts come on the show, but you know um, just to work with a game developer and have the podcast on the side, man, I'm, that's a happy life for me. I'm good. Mm. I'm good. So, what you, Sam?
0: I mean, I'm kind of like in a, in a similar vein. Like, I'm kind of moving into game development also. Nice,
1: well, uh, which is interesting.
0: Yeah, I'm. I'm learning how to program. Very slowly and uh, yeah. without putting too fine a point on it, I've done two game jams and ooh, it would be good to like not suck at those. Nice. Uh, <laughs> good. I mean, at at this point, like the the main thing that I'm kind of thinking of, honestly, probably is kind of my music. Like that's the kind of main one that I'm like, okay, here's something that I could move into. Like you know, like release an EP if I get enough uh, songs that I really like, uh, you know, pulled together. Yeah. I yeah, I'm 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 not really sure. Like a, a lot of it is kind of new to me. Like the the idea of getting paid to do like YouTube stuff is crazy because um Upwork. Like Well, I mean like if you fucking like done like try to use like AdSense and stuff, like back when you actually could get it, when you were under a thousand subscribers, which isn't the case anymore, it would be just like, sweet, I got like, you know, 10 cents this week this yeah, is a very good job
1: it's it's such a, a cop-out really um yeah, the, the, yeah. The, that sort of revenue-based model that youtube do and obviously they're really drilling down into inelig ineligibility and and sort of marking you for for sort of void of, of financial benefit from your videos based off copyright and all that other shit so it's it's a tough place to be um but yeah. I, I guess i'd sort of tail on the back of what you were saying Deed, like ideally in a few years time like it's the sort of same same sort of mantra i've been sort of preaching for a while i'd love to see this become successful enough for us all like it'd be great if we could all quit our jobs and just do this full time (laughs) yeah Um, you know have have a few pockets around the around the place where we work out of um but Mm. being able to see people getting revenue or or you know getting acknowledgement like obviously getting product and review copies and things like that is fantastic and it's and it's things mm. that people aspire to um you know be able to obtain and you know we're very thankful to the developers and publishers and PR companies that throw their support behind yeah. us in that regard but it would be great to be able to take home income and and you know there are other members of the the collective take home income to to see some kind of financial value in in the countless hours that we put into this kind of stuff. Like it is a very thankless space, uh, especially in content creation. The the editing on on podcasts or the editing on videos, you know, mm. often is three, four, five times the amount of that video, you know, play time um, when it's all said 100%. and done. So it's it's a long road. So being able to see us all get a little bit of you know money in the back pocket for for doing these things due to you know the community helping fund those endeavors and push us into more content, and even, you know, companies like 18 and others coming on board, uh, providing us content and, and you know looking at paid sponsorships. That's the goal, uh, where we That'd can start awesome. turn around, going, "Know what? Here's here's X X money industry. Here's X money semi deeds. Here's X money uh, dash mm. culture, so on and so forth for for you know putting in that work, as uh John O'Peck says. So hey. um, that's that's the goal. That is the goal. <laughs> I think with A yes. Bit's
2: trajectory and the amount of work you and your entire team put in, I mean, that's you know just going to be a, that's that's the conclusion. But that'll happen. So
1: that's it. Like we're we're still we're still I think shaping the dream and, and tightening the direction, but we're yeah. we're getting there. We're getting yes, there. Yes, I agree. I agree. I, I see no that hand more. raised there, Deej. Yes,
0: <laughs> Patreon.com/slash We Are a Bit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that is very true. Um, if you haven't already uh, heard it. The several times in this episode patreon.com forward slash we are 8-bit is where you can get behind us from a financial standpoint five tiers heap of swag heap of money can't buy experiences um for the ten dollar tier and above you're going to get immortalized in the 8-bit yeah. family portrait so you're going to have yourself drawn oh up God, so into an avatar as your own video game character of choosing yeah. on a big massive canvas with the rest of us on there so uh that is getting designed up at the moment so we should have yeah
0: what characters are you guys doing just out of curiosity.
1: I'm I'm going a uh commander Shepard sort of N7 Ooh. sort of suit obviously with my melon on the top and things like that. So that's that's where I'm going with this video inspired video game inspired I have piece. no
2: clue if I'm on that. <laughs> I yeah, have yeah. if I am yeah. I'd like to ship Nero from Dome Cry 5.
0: Ooh <laughs> nice nice. nice. Cool. I'm what about thinking you of teach? Going with um because it's a game that I don't actually play that much because like the gameplay isn't Super fantastic, but I love the aesthetic so much. I'm it's not genital going, jousting. Oh my shut god. Up. Shut up. Shut up, all of you. Incredible. Um Springman from Arms. Oh nice. I love him Whoa. so much. Arms. I love that on Switch. What the fuck? Yeah. It <laughs> it, it I don't know. It's just like with like it's specifically multiplayer that's like the only thing that's worth yeah. playing, in my opinion. Yeah. Um and I don't know. I just had a bad time of it. The but I is... fucking love the aesthetic. My my desktop background has for ages just been like a picture of Swingman. that's so <laughs> so, that's so weird like, i love it <laughs> yeah all right Brilliant.
1: so this has been uh episode five of the epicast thank you five. all for taking the time to listen rate review subscribers on itunes or your podcast platform of choosing because it helps keep those emotional lights on in our hearts it helps helps us track helps us maintain relevancy and all that other good stuff uh gents yep. did you want to do your plugs before we close this bad boy up
2: Sure. Um, sure. You can just find me on Twitter at Eldar Talks, on Instagram at Eldar Talks, and that's where I post all my podcasting and all my video gaming.
0: And you can find me on Twitter at SammyDege, S-A-M-M-Y-D-E-D-G-E, or you can uh, follow some of my music stuff at PyRite Music, P-Y-R-Y-T-E underscore music, uh, and check out the YouTube. where the uh, youtube.com slash WeR8Bit for most of the YouTube stuff that I do. Heck yeah. And them. also yes.
1: send him um, Springman related sort of sexual artistic interpretations. Send them through.
2: Sprungman.
1: Yeah, <laughs> th- there's. Hungman. A- Hungman. Oh my God. How dare you? And he's got two uh, sick arms. Oh God, Christ.
0: That's awesome. I will say that my current. Um, if you go to twitter.com, all the more reason to do it. Um, my banner is uh, Facts, uh, Tumblr, where it's just a guy holding a picture of springman
1: going he springlingd into my heart oh my god that's beautiful Check it out. But while you're there checking things out, obviously hit us up as a collective at We Are 8 Bit on all the socials. If you want to drop us an email, hello at 8bit.net. Also, um, youtube.com forward slash We Are 8 Bit, patreon.com forward slash We Are 8 Bit, uh, and find me just about everywhere, Brendan 8 Bit. But until next time on this fortnightly 8 Bit cast, which will see the return of Jack Cruz. Uh, don't know who he is co piloting that episode with, but I've heard. It's going to be a trip down memory lane in regards to drinking and drinking stories and all that kind of shenanigans that come with it. So that is going to be a whirlwind. Uh, But yes, this has been uh, episode five of the Epic Cast. Until next time, 8 Nation, much love. Bye, stay hungry.
0: (laughs) Stay hungry. (laughs)